Mama, today is a special Friday. Anxiety is rampant. There is so much uncertainty, division, and hard times we are experiencing right now. I am bringing some truth today that I hope will encourage you not only with your relationship with your teenage daughter, but also with yourself and how we can relate to the world and what's been going on out here. This truth comes from the wisest man who ever lived. I hope his word feed you with the peace as they have for me. Before we dive in, I wanted to continue celebrating our 50K downloads on Raising Her Confidently. And mama, you know what? It's really not about the download number the 50K represents. It's the amount of people, moms like you, who have been impacted by change and have this desire to lean in and do the things necessary to connect with their teen girls. And mama, I'm celebrating you as one of them. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. You are seen. You are not alone. And I see you and understand what you need. I get you want to understand your teenage daughter even more because it's so difficult right now, right? And that's why I have the Talk to Your Teen Girl framework. I lay it out in five steps that you can do in just four weeks. And because I'm celebrating the big 50, I'm having a big 50K sale next week. So if you want more information about that, head on over to TalkToYourTeenGirl.com and take advantage of the deep discounts that are starting on Tuesday. Woohoo! Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you wanna have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. Like I mentioned earlier, it is a special day. I typically don't publish an episode on a Friday, but I felt this need to share some word of truth today that I hope will encourage you. I feel a lot of heaviness that's out in the world. I scan my social media posts and I see division and anger. And believe me, this is not going to be about a political rant, but more of a heaviness I think each of us share. I know your daughter may be feeling the same or even confused about what's going on, um, whether it be political or worried about the future or even having the capacity to juggle all the responsibilities she has on her plate. Even for you, mama, you must be feeling the same. I have to admit, I think us women are good at juggling things and getting stuff done, but it does take a toll depending on the types of responsibilities we have at the moment. For me, I find myself in the sandwich season of now caring for my aging parents and taking on the responsibility of caring for their needs and their medical needs. And as for my daughter, she's also 
has a load for herself, making sure she graduates high school, juggling a schedule as a full-time student and a full-time training dancer, but also having to deal with the uncertainty of what will next year bring for her. The pressures and the weight of the responsibility can cause some sense of anxiety and worry. Today, I'm going to pull from my favorite book, the Bible. And before you say, oh, there she goes, she's going to preach at me today. Actually, I'm not. I wish I was a good preacher, (laughs) but I have amazing friends who are so gifted at that. What I actually do is I read the Bible. I take the verses that pop out at me while I'm reading it. And like a textbook or even a literary book, I try to figure out what that means and how it pertains to me. And this particular verse that I'm going to be sharing with you today was written by King Solomon, who was king way back when, and he was considered to be the wisest man on earth. He wrote this book called Proverbs, where there are phrases, bits, and really pieces of good advice. Actually, the whole book has a plethora of wisdom that are so good that can be applicable to, to today. And he wrote it many, many years ago. In fact, some of the sayings we use today in common English come from this book of Proverbs, like, beggars can't be choosers. A friend in need is a friend indeed. Two wrongs don't make a right. And great minds think alike are just a few of some of these verses that we use today and these sayings that we use today that came from this book of Proverbs. So today we're going to focus on this verse that popped out at me. And it comes from Proverbs chapter 12, and this is verse 25. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Simple, isn't it? I think of the times where I just want to say what I'm feeling out loud when I see one of my kids so worried and usually about something they didn't do, right? And my frustration comes out of that. And the mama in me wants to ask, and why do you feel this way? It's in a tone that's not very pleasant, right? They talk about asking questions to make them feel safe. Well, these are asking questions by throwing darts at them. Like, what could you have done to keep you from feeling this way? Or, well, if you just dot, 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 fill in the blank. Please tell me I'm not the only one that does this (laughs) or wants to do this. I want to leave you today with three ways to show kindness during these anxious times and how much it will make a difference. Number one, share a kind word with yourself. You can't share kind words unless you are being kind to yourself, right? If you can't say kind words to yourself, right? The tongue is sharp. It, whatever festers in your heart comes out in words. And if you can't fill your heart with kind words for yourself, Kind words will not come out, right? And guess what? It's a lot of work to even do that. It is. There's this other verse from John, the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16. And it says, For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish. If you were like me growing up, who found it so hard 
to say something kind about myself to myself, who felt what I had to bring was still not enough. There, there's this way where Jesus has filled that void for me many years later. And he was the difference for me between now, between now and then, right? These kind words we seek come from a greater love. And that great love is the one that was displayed by Jesus. And we can pour it into ourselves with kind words because Jesus' love fills the tank for us, right? We don't need, see, this is the relief. We don't need to expend extra energy into saying kind words to ourselves. All we need to do is tap in to the love of Christ. He is the one. He is the endless display of fuel that he gives to us, that we don't need to make an effort to convince ourselves of kind words, to grasp kind words from others to fill us. In reality, it really is Jesus, and I found that to be true for myself. There's this whole book about his love and his love story with us. When I first started my journey in getting to know who Jesus was and who exactly he was, the book of John was the first that I read. It's God's love story written for you, and I encourage you to read it if you are unfamiliar with it. You'll find saying kind words to yourself so much more easier. So if you want to know who exactly this Jesus is, go to Go to the book of John. Number two, share a kind word with your teenage daughter, your kids, your family, your spouse, right? I can tell you this. Your kids know the cause of their anxiety and their worry. They do not need their moms to tell them what they already know because they know. All it will accomplish is shame, blame, and guilt. They are already doing that to themselves, referring back to my first point about how we can do that to ourselves, right? So they're doing that to themselves. They're not really saying kind words to themselves when they worry this way. That's why it can weigh the heart down. What they really need is knowing someone has their back. Someone is playing on the same team as them. They need encouragement, guidance, help, compassion, over this trouble. A kind word cheers it up. You'll see this weight start to lift as they hear the kindness coming from you, mama. So don't be stingy with kind words. Actually give them abundantly. Be generous. Be generous with your kind words, especially to your family. And number three, share a kind word to others outside of your family. How about you're doing an amazing job to the cash register at Costco? Oh my gosh. If you've been to Costco, you know it's not exactly the fun trip, right? <laughs> Just thinking about dealing with the parking and the uh, uh, massive amount of people, especially going closer to the holidays, those long lines of carts, the huge carts filled with um a ton of stuff in there and everyone trying to get in and out of the aisles and trying to practically run each other over with their carts. And can you just imagine what the employees might be feeling having to deal with that? Sometimes 
10 hours a day, right? So how about saying you're doing an amazing job to your cash register at the Costco? And can you see, I mean, that's an experiment, mama, and maybe a dare. And look how their mannerisms change when you do that. I remember asking our local Starbucks barista how she was doing. And she looked at me with amazement because that was the first time someone had asked how she was doing that day. All day. Can you imagine that? And it's crazy at Starbucks too. So you never know what your kindness can do for someone. We don't know their story. We don't know what they're dealing with. And we don't know the weight of that and how much it's bearing on them. Simply acknowledging someone helps them feel seen, known, and valued. Yes, even by a stranger. So there you go, Mama. Here's your truth for today. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it. If you feel impacted by these words, write them down. Say them over and over until they become a part of your habit. Or maybe for you, it's reading the book of John and understanding who this Jesus is and why he has transformed millions of people across the globe. I hope this special episode has blessed you today, Mama, and has inspired you to go out and say a kind word, maybe to a family member, maybe to a neighbor, or maybe even to yourself. I'll see you back on Monday where we are kicking off our big 50K sale. Yay! (laughs) Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.